I never took a voice lesson. Uh, no doubt I could have used one, but for whatever reason, it just never happened. Perhaps it was the failure of seven years of piano lessons to achieve much more than just scales and chopsticks that discouraged any further exploration of my musical abilities. Maybe someone heard me sing and decided that my life definitely needed to take a different direction. I don't really know. But voice lessons do sound like fun. All those weird vocal exercises that singers go through to maintain their vocal quality and the possibility of actually singing something that wouldn't make people cringe, it sounds enticing. Maybe someday. In the meantime, Psalms 119 provides some vocal lessons that even a musically challenged person like me can use. The passage is found in Psalm 119, starting with verse 12. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. In this passage, I hope we'll all discover how we are called to praise God out loud. Now, to do that, first of all, we need to learn the reasons to praise. One thing's for certain, as we are followers of a living, risen Savior, we as believers have reason to praise. We have reason to sing. We have reason to gather together. We have reason to worship Him. He is the King of kings, Lord of lords. We have reason to praise. The psalmist understood that. He understood that he had a reason to worship God. This wasn't just some exercise he was going through. He wanted to worship the Lord. He recognized that God is blessed. The word he uses describes someone who is worthy to fall down before, to to bend the knee, to give them praise. He understood that God and God alone is worthy of our worship. Now, with that understanding, he wanted to know more. In this section of the psalm, there is a transition from adoration to petition. He makes a prayer request. Most of us have prayer lists. We have people we lift up to the Lord, people who are ill, people who have difficulties in life. We ourselves have life situations. We have concerns on our heart that we bring to our Heavenly Father. We pray for our nation. We pray for our leaders. We pray for missionaries. We pray for our families. We pray for our church. And all of those things are right and good. We should pray for all of those and more fervently and daily. The psalmist certainly did. No doubt he prayed for his family. No doubt he prayed for those he knew who were sick. No doubt he prayed for the nation of Israel. But here... He adds a prayer request that sometimes it's very easy for us to overlook. It's probably a prayer request that many very devout believers may not pray daily or may never pray at all. Here's the prayer. Here's the request that he makes. He goes to the Father and he says, Teach me your decrees. The psalmist is asking for more than just an intellectual knowledge of God's Word. He wants his life to be more of what God made him to be. He wants his life to be pleasing in God's sight. He wants to be holy because he knows that God's holy. And that desire leads him to daily pray, God, teach me more about your Word. 
knowing God's Word does several things for us. It leads us to a greater understanding of who God wants us to be. The more we are who God wants us to be, the more we will be what God created us to be. We will find no greater sense of satisfaction, no sense of purpose that is beyond, no greater sense of fulfillment than what we will find in doing the will of God. The first place we should look for the will of God is in the Word of God. You need direction for life, you need vision for your life, you need purpose for your life, then pray with the psalmist, teach me your decrees. Knowing the command of God does more than just provide purpose and direction for life. The more we know the Word of God, the more we will know about God. And the more we know about God, the more we will recognize reasons to praise Him. Or put another way, the more we learn about the Word of God, the more we will want to praise Him. In high school, I wasn't sure what to think about chemistry class. The first thing we got to do was memorize the elements in the periodic table. That was about as exciting as memorizing the phone book. But as the year progressed, things began to get a little more interesting. We started to learn how all those elements combined together to make all kinds of things. Like the day we learned how carbon can be combined with other elements to create mint and orange scents. Or, or the day our chemistry instructor took us outside to show us something extremely cold interacts with something extremely hot by blowing up. Or the day we got to use our Bunsen burners, fortunately not to blow anything up. The more I learned about chemistry, the more I wanted to learn. Now that may or may not have been your experience with chemistry, but I bet you've experienced something that's similar. Initially, you weren't really sure. You didn't know if you really wanted to learn about it. But the more you learned, the more interested you became. That's how a lot of people choose a career. They discover an interest in a medicine or accounting or the law. And the more they study it, the more they want to know. And pretty soon, they're spending their life in that field. Well, here's what the Bible tells us. The more you learn about God the more you are going to want to know about him. And the more you know about God, the more you will want to praise him. So be sure that you're learning. Join the psalmist in this daily prayer. Lord, teach me your decrees. Make it a personal goal to study the Bible, to dig deeper into God's word, to discover the incredible treasures that God has for you there. We're fortunate to live in a time where there are numerous tools to help you study the Scripture. There are Bible study apps and software that, that really aid the study process. In fact, in the companion study to this message, we're going to look at some of those different tools, both digital and print versions, where you can learn more about how to study God's Word. You can find that study guide and companion study uh, on our website, nationalheights.org, just click on the media tab, scroll down to the Life Group resources. There are several selections there. This particular study is in a study called The Word. As you learn more about God's Word, 
as you learn more about him, as you recognize the incredible blessings that God has given us, the incredible purpose that God has given us for our life, something's going to happen. You will praise God out loud. Last week, we looked at verse 11. We saw how the psalmist sought to hide God's word in his heart. Now, here in verse 12, he prays for God to teach him his commands. Now, all that's good, and and we should seek to memorize God's word. We should seek to learn God's word, but it can't stop there. We must praise God out loud. Look at verse 13. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. The word for recount, or sometimes it's translated as declare, it it describes giving out very important information. As we learn God's word, as we hide it in our heart, we're also called to give that away, to share it. In fact, when you truly come to understand God's word, you can't not share it. You can't keep it in. Here's how Jeremiah described it in Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. He said, But if I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. The more Jeremiah understood about God's message, the more he couldn't keep it in. It was like a fire burning in his bones. He had to let it out. A dry sponge is hard and brittle, but a sponge that is saturated with water is soft and pliable. Something else. A saturated sponge drips all over everything. In fact, the point of saturating a sponge is to spread the water or soap or whatever it is that you're putting in it. That's the whole idea. That's what a sponge is for. We should be sponges for God's Word, ready to soak it all up and ready to spread it. If you leave water in a sponge for weeks and weeks and months on end, one of two things is going to happen. Either the water is going to all evaporate and the sponge will become dry and brittle, or the water is going to stagnate. Don't let God's Word stagnate in your heart. Spread it. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself. Praise God out loud. Now, since the start of the year, we've begun a process that we're calling, What's Your One? I've challenged you to think of at least one way that you can take a step forward in your relationship with God over the next year. Here's one thing you can do to help you praise God out loud. Make two lists. First, Write down a list of reasons that you want to praise God this week. Just take a look at your life. What are some ways that God has blessed you? What are some good things that God has done in your life this week? And then make a second list. Make a list of people who need to hear you praise God out loud. Think about people that you encounter every day, the grocery clerk, your boss, your teacher, your friend, your yard guy, your neighbor, your nail tech, your food server. You get the idea. Who's somebody in your life who needs to hear you praise God out loud? And then with those two lists in hand, pray this prayer. 
God, open the door for me to praise you out loud to one of these people this week. And then just see where that conversation goes. Amazing things can happen when you make the choice to praise God out loud.